Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 114, 114, baby. All right, so this is my third attempt to actually record this episode. We will definitely see kind of how it turns out. But excited to be able to share this with you guys. And man, I am driving through the backwoods of Alabama right now, if you can't tell. Um, I'm in my car. I'm going to meet with a school that we actually were able to help them with their, how to say it, uh, their media center. I actually did not have a media center or was in a trailer for many, many years and had a hodgepodge of different furniture and so forth, just really didn't look, you know, pleasing to the eye, aesthetically uh, pleasing to the eye. So we were able to help them and uh, bless them and be able to impact these kids' lives. Yeah, that is what it's all about uh, for what I do for my job. Very excited about that. But anyway, so today, what is my topic today? It's all about giving, all right? Um, you know, I'm, I appreciate you guys tuning in. You know, there's really about three ways you can obtain wisdom. All right. One is by the laying on of hands. Uh, that's actually found in Joshua or actually where Joshua, um, Moses laid his hands on him and the spirit of wisdom came upon, uh, Joshua. You can read that actually in, uh, I think it's Deuteronomy or either somewhere in the, uh, in the Torah. (laughs) Um, Second place you can get wisdom, and all wisdom is is just obviously discernment, okay? It is seeing and knowing the difference between people, things, places, all right, and understanding that difference, okay? That is basically what wisdom is. Um, So the other thing is, is you can obviously, you know, gain wisdom through pain, all right? You can gain wisdom through pain, you know, uh, mistakes, try, fail, adjust, that is a uh, way that you can gain wisdom is from that, of actually, you know, making a mistake, falling down, and getting back up, okay? Which is, you know, it's all part of life, don't need to be afraid of it, it's actually in the Bible, uh, where that, you know, a righteous man might fall seven times, but he rises every time, Uh, so, you know, hey, it's okay to fail. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. Uh, just as long as you don't stay down there. All right. The third thing is you can purchase wisdom. Okay. It definitely does say that you should buy wisdom. Actually, you can read that in Proverbs that uh, wisdom is the principal thing and you should get wisdom. Purchase wisdom. Now, how do you purchase wisdom? Well, you can purchase wisdom <coughs> uh, from a myriad of ways. Obviously, taking your time, you're purchasing, you're taking your time to actually listen, you know, to say this podcast or other people's podcast or, you know, maybe some audio series that you purchased about a man's life or a woman's life 
and you're wanting to find out what they're doing or you go and take a course uh, about a certain topic that you're very passionate about and you learn more and more about that topic, okay, that is, you know, how you gain wisdom, all right, wisdom and insight. Well, today I'm going to be dropping some wisdom on you um, (laughs) about giving because this is something that has been you know, stirring inside of me for, goodness, a little while. And I've got seven types of giving that I want to uh, impart to you. You know, the title of this uh, audio or episode could be called, Why Is My Giving Not Working? All right. Well, I'm going to give you seven keys, or not keys, but actually seven uh, types of giving. And, you know, kind of a little bit of how they work. You know, you are going to need to take this and write these down and then go do some research and homework yourself. Um, or you can email me, or you can contact me either way, uh, tyler at thesuccessedge.biz. Um, you can reach me that way, um, and we can have a conversation about uh, these things, these topics here. Um, you know, and I'll even say this, if you want me to come and speak to your group or your organization, uh, you know, I'm definitely open to that. So, seven types of giving. Uh, I've seen these uh, operate in my life. Uh, I've got multiple stories within these. So, but I'm not going to go into every single one, nor am I going to read the Word of God because I'm driving. But I definitely want to impart this into you. So, here we go. Number one, the first type of giving. uh, And by the way, giving, you know, just like insurance, just like sports, just like any kind of, you know, arena, there are different types of sports. You know, you got football, basketball, golf. You got different kinds of insurances. You got life insurance, automobile insurance, homeowners insurance, flood insurance. There's multiple types of giving that are out there similar to those other types I just listed as examples. So I'm not telling you anything that, you know, is is going to be new. It's just that you've got to discern, all right? You have to discern uh, these types of um, giving types of giving. So number one is the tithe. All right. Now let's talk about the tithe real quick. Tithe is of today. It is not dead. It is not passed away. It's not on the old Testament side of things. And the tithe is 10%, 10% of your gross income, All right? 10% of your gross income, which is very, very important it's not the net of your income. So after taxes and everything are taken out, then that's what you tie off of. No, 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 no. It is the gross of your income. All right? Tide does a lot of things for you guys. Um, I know for me personally, if you want to go back and listen to an episode that I did on the Tither's Bill of Rights, I can promise you this, that you will be exceedingly blessed by listening to that uh episode. That's one of my top episodes that I have out there. And you can actually gain a lot of insight into the tithe and what it can do for you. All right. But I don't have time to go into all that with you. I just know that the rate of return or really the purpose of the tithe, because here's the thing, any kind of giving when it comes to God, God always has a purpose. God always has a purpose of trying to get something to you by what you give. All right. So make no you know, don't sit there and just say, oh, you know, you throw some money in the offering plate or, you know, you just, you know, flippantly give 
You know, no, you need to understand that there is a purpose behind that giving. That is very important note right there to make is that God has a purpose behind every single thing that you give, all right? And he's trying to get something to you every time you give, okay? So let's just make sure we get that in our heads. Well, the tithe does a lot of things for you. I believe the tithe is probably the linchpin or the beginning aspect for all other blessings and all other things that I'm going to describe to you, all the, all the other you know, six uh, and following kind of flow from. If you don't, if you just do one, okay, <laughs> I, can, I can tell you this, if you just do one of these seven, which I'm probably assuming you're probably going to do more, but if you just did one of these, the tithe would be the one you would do. Okay, now the tithe. Let's talk about the tithe. So the tithe does a lot of things for you. It it obviously protects you um, from the enemy. All right, that's what it says in uh, Malachi. It also is holy unto the Lord. Okay, so it's very important to the Lord. Um, Abraham gave out of his generosity. All right, uh, the tithe to Melchizedek after he. Uh, was able to defeat all the kings um, in uh, the Battle of the Kings in Genesis. All right, He honored him, and guess what? Uh, Melchizedek blessed Abraham. All right, He actually blessed him first, and then Abraham thanked him or gave tithe. You can read that right up straight up in Scripture. Um, I'm not sure which uh, chapter and verse it is, but I know it's in Genesis. Okay, Now, so it procures the blessing on your life, all right? And what does the blessing do? The blessing empowers you to prosper. That is a very, very big statement right there. It empowers you to prosper. So, you know, for me, personally, um, the tithe has been able to open up multiple doors for me in my life and protect my family, protect my children, because I know my tither's rights. I can invoke the tither's rights Whenever the enemy comes at me, so you can go back and listen to that episode that I did on the tithers, tithers bill of rights because you got to know your rights as a tither. Okay, so number two, number two is offering, all right, or seed sown. Now, here's the thing about an offering offering, you know, the reason you want to give offering is really to extend your faith, all right, or Show your faith or sow a seed, all right, for the offering. Now, the offering, the good thing about the offering is it has a rate of return with the Lord of 30, 60, 100 fold, and even a thousand fold, okay? So it can greatly increase. It is called seed sown. Um, I can point out multiple examples in, in my wife and I's life. That we have, we have, you know, given offering to say, you know, someone in the body of Christ or some organization, and we have seen thirty, sixty, hundredfold, even a thousandfold return back to us. Okay, now let me. Oh, by the way, let me also say this: your tithe. Okay, the the way I understand things and the way I believe is your tithe should go to your local church. Wherever you are, wherever you go on a weekly basis to get fed by the word, that's where your tithe needs to go. 
Everything else is, is subject to wherever you feel led to give, but I can promise you your tithe needs to go there. Now, going back to the offering. So the offering, it can produce a, <laughs> how to say it, an awesome return. Yeah, an awesome return. And this is where increase, dramatic increase, can come into your life. All right? So just know that. Um, I know that uh, Amy and I, we have sown, we have given offering. Like, for example, a we gave into the uh, bus ministry as an offering and as a seed sown. And, you know, we've, we've been able to see, we've, we've named that seed basically the ability to receive for a new vehicle paid for in cash. And we saw that manifest and happen in our life. I mean, I could go off many, many other examples of us sowing seed. We sowed, you know, we gave, um, well, I mean, we've given all, we've given offering to other uh, ministries. It's predominantly to ministries, okay? I just want to make sure you understand that. It's mainly to ministries, okay? Now, number two, or number three, is alms, okay? Almsgiving, what is almsgiving? Glad you asked. Almsgiving is giving unto the poor, or somebody that is in... Uh, you know, in need or dire straits. Okay. Now this can be done in a couple different ways. You can give to the, um, I know my wife and I, you know, we give to actually, uh, some needy children, uh, that are orphans. Uh, that is how we give to the poor. And this is one that I will admit to you guys that I actually had, um, a little bit of lack of knowledge in that I, that after doing some study on it, and just some understanding that this is actually very important to the Lord is to take care of the poor and needy. <clears throat> now, what I used, what I know this is that God's very, God's definitely very interested in the poor. Okay. And the rate of return on your, you know, giving is one to one. So if you give a hundred dollars to the poor, you can expect a hundred dollars, but that's kind of where I stopped. And so, I. To be honest with you, I wasn't all that interested in giving to the poor. I'm just being truthful. Can I be truthful with you guys? I was, you know, because of the lack of knowledge in my life, I just really kind of said, uh, I want a little bit better return on my giving. Well, I didn't realize that actually giving to the poor, there's other benefits with it. And if you go to actually, I believe it's Psalms chapter 41, <clears throat> It says to the fact that, you know, uh, you know, blessed is the man um, that gives to the poor, um, you know, poor and needy or whatever. And then there's a whole list of, I think it's in verses two and three, there's a whole list of actual things that the Lord does for the, for that man. And then it's later confirmed, okay, in Isaiah, I believe it's Isaiah 58, could be 57, but 58 where that I think it's you, you come down to maybe verse you know seven eight or nine, start reading right there, where that God basically you know I mean He literally um, <clears throat> will cause your light to break forth. It will cause your healing to spring forth speedily. Um, you know where that you know blessings will be poured. I mean there is so many things when you turn your attention to the poor. And here's the here's the here's the thing with the poor because Jesus talks about this actually in the Sermon on the Mount where he talks about hey don't let your right hand uh, know what your left hand is doing. The the thing about the poor is this is a this is the point this is the part of the of your giving 
we really don't talk about this too much. You don't really say, you know, hey, I gave into so-and-so because they're down and out. <laughs> you just don't do, you don't do that. I mean, I can, I can tell you, I mean, if I had to, I mean, if you got one-on-one with me, you know, um, I might tell of the, you know, the people situations and so forth, like, but I wouldn't tell their names because I want to protect. God is very interested in protecting, you know, the uh, humanity and the actual dignity of those individuals. All right, that's very important to the Lord. That's why we don't let our, let the right hand let let the left hand know what's going on. All right, so that's number three. So number four is first fruits. Now here's another one for me personally, guys, that I really just did not have a firm grasp or you know a firm understanding of until I, you know, and I believe I probably will continue to have even more understanding of this, you know, just like with this whole thing. I mean, this doesn't stop just with um, me understanding more and more of these things. But what I gained with the first fruits was that this is first fruits of your, your income that you, that comes into you, all right, it comes into you that you basically receive uh, an increase in, say, salary or, you know, what it is that you actually live off of, all right? So let me, let me kind of give, let me break this down for you. So if you're a business uh, person, all right, or if you're, you know, let's say you're in sales or you're, you know, you're an entrepreneur or you're, you have a job, Okay. So let's say your employer or, you know, if you, you're your own boss, you have a set salary, okay? Um, you know, that's kind of t- traditionally how a business would run is that you would have a set salary, all right? And as, let's say you give yourself a increase in your salary, right? Or your boss comes along and gives you an increase in your salary, okay? Because this is going to be coming in on a repetitive basis, okay? That's... That's the thing is that this is coming in on a repetitive basis. This is not a one-time hit. Like, for example, if you're in sales and you receive, say, a large bonus for sales that you did, well, that's just one time, okay? That doesn't mean the next you know time you get a bonus check, that means that it's going to be the same, all right? But if your salary or if your income that you bring in increases, okay, that is the steady income that you actually, you know, have your, you know, home and live and pay your bills and so forth like that. When that increases, say it increases by a hundred dollars, right? So you're, you you're just for easy math, you get paid, say a thousand dollars every month, right? <clears throat> and your boss comes up to you and says, Hey, um, Hey, uh, Susie, you are going to see some, uh, you're going to, you've been doing a great job here at the company. I wanted to give you a hundred dollar raise, you know, uh, on your, you know, salary. Okay. So be expecting that on the next pay period. So when the next pay period comes, you look at your check and say, praise God, man, look at that. That went from a thousand dollars to $1,100. Well, with first fruits, that hundred dollar increase should be given to, now watch this now, should be given to your local priest or your local pastor, not to your church but to your local pastor. That's found in Ezekiel. Um, again, don't, I may be 47. Uh, I, again, it's in Ezekiel. If I need to, if you got questions about it, just email me or do whatever you got to do. <laughs> but I'd be more than happy to share that with you. 
But the, the deal is, is that you give that $100, that first time it hits your bank account, you give that to your priest as first fruits. Now, here's what happens, okay? What you're telling God when you do that is you're saying, hey, God, I'm not greedy. I see that you're my source and you're the one that has caused this increase to happen in my life, all right? So when you give, that's what you're telling God is that you're not... You don't, you're not in love with money, that you, you recognize that God is 100% your source. And by you giving that $100 the first time, just one time, not, not every time it happens, just one time, that first time it happens, that's why it's called first fruits. When it happens, then watch this. Your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine, Okay. I can promise you this, once I gained proper understanding of this and I applied it in my life, holy Toledo, Batman, um, I gave that first increase uh, to my local pastor and the next thing I know, uh, within a couple of months, my savings accounts are filled full, fuller than what it ever has been, right? <laughs> Let's put it that way. And it... The, the, the word proved true, okay? The word proved true right there. All I did is just had faith and just believed the word, and guess what? The word worked. That's, that's what I know, okay? So you can do that. So that's first fruits right there, okay? The next uh, aspect is sacrificial seed or sacrificial giving. You can find this with uh, when Abraham, when God said to uh, Abraham, I want you to go sacrifice Isaac, all right? That was going to be a sacrificial seed, right? And what did God do? God said, no, don't sacrifice him. But, you know, all these things are going to, you know, happen. I mean, I, I can't go into all this right now. But, you know, how God sacrificed Jesus, a sacrificial seed, then what came of that? All of our salvation. So when you sow a sacrificial seed, and what is a sacrificial seed? Great question. Glad you asked. Sacrificial seed is, man, when you give... And it really does cost you something. <laughs> you know, it might even kind of bring a tear to your eye when you see that go, right? But what happens is, is that, man, some awesome, bodacious things really start to happen in your life. I know for me personally, um, I, got, I got basically a word on this, and I, you know, acted upon that word, and I sowed basically, uh, what was it, half of my monthly income. Yeah, I felt led because we, Amy and I had some things going on in our life and we needed some relief from those things. And we, I felt led of the Holy Spirit to sow sacrificially. So we sowed half of my monthly income into uh, this ministry, okay, that we knew was good ground. I mean, I, that's a whole other topic right there. But we knew it was good ground, and by us doing that, what was it three or four months later, we saw a hundredfold return on that, and we came out of the financial situation that we were, we were in and had more than enough money left over that put us ahead. I mean, we literally became 100% debt-free. Yeah, <laughs> that was really what happened. Once we sold that seed, because we had, we just had credit. I mean, it was just a mess. 
Uh, we kind of got uh, a little bit in a financial mess, or at least what we thought was a financial mess. And God, you know, showed us how to sow that sacrificial seed. And then, boom, three, four months later, I mean, we had all of our debts, house, everything paid off. This is a different time period in our life. Um, back about, uh, I think, 2005. Yeah, no, 2000, yeah, 2005-ish. All right, that all happened. And man, I tell you, praise God, all right? I mean, it was a coming out, man. I mean, we, <laughs> wow. I mean, did, but did it hurt? And so it was, half, it was half my pay for that month. I mean, heck yeah, it hurt. I was, you know, yeah, Amy was working as well, but I mean, still we need, we, that money was needing to go somewhere else, but you know, we felt led and man, God sure did do some pretty dramatic things, but we believe that, Okay. Now, let me, let me also put a pause real quick, okay? Everything that I'm telling you guys about your giving and just the stories of what happened with me, you have got to not sit there and think, oh, well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sow half my paycheck. No, 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 no. Don't do that. You need to get some time, meditate on all this, get some better understanding about it, Get with the Holy Spirit and allow Holy Spirit to lead you. You've got to filter it with Him. He will definitely tell you where you need to sow, where you need to give, and what makes sense based upon your understanding. You've got to get some wisdom and understanding in all this. You just can't do it just flippantly. Remember, you've got to have a purpose behind it and understand that purpose behind it. I had to you know, put that disclaimer out there. Because I know I've seen people just say, well, I'm going to give. And all of a sudden, you know, a little while later, nothing's happening with their giving. That's why their giving's not working because they don't have any, un, you know, wisdom and understanding about this. They haven't renewed their mind enough to, you know, the word of God. Okay? They hear something they say, oh, I'm just going to act on this. But, you know, I mean, when I sowed that, oh, let me go back to the sacrificial seed. When I had sown that seed, I had read, um, I'd listened to enough, um, you know, audios and, you know, uh, messages from different ministers about this. So I already had a little bit, but then also I read a book that really gave me some insights. That book was actually called The God of Breakthrough Will Visit Your House by Jerry Savelle. Uh, Jerry uh, Savelle. Okay? So I'm telling you that that is key. It is key, key, key to getting some understanding with this. Don't just flippantly go and do this. All right? You've got to have some understanding with this. All right? Now, uh, so where was that? So that was number five. All right. So that was sacrificial seed. Number six. Number six is sowing into a man of God. Okay. Now, when you sow into a man of God, that means you directly give into that person, not to their ministry per se, but into that person. Uh, one of the classic examples in the word is whenever... They gave to, um, I believe it was Elijah, okay? I believe it was Elijah or Elisha, either one. of them. I, Again, I'm not driving. I'm just giving you the highlights of it. Elijah, they gave to Elijah the uh, one of the, uh, the woman built him an apartment complex. Yeah, <laughs> not an apartment complex, an apartment on the side of her house because she saw him traveling beside. And because she sowed into him or gave into the man of God, then guess what? Awesome things started to happen for her. She got a son. 
all right, out of the deal. Her son was raised from the dead. Uh, when she she was told that you know famine was coming, so uh, the man of God told her to go uh, to the uh, go to Egypt, um, you know, to avoid the famine. Uh, whenever she returned, just a favor of God was on her because of the whole thing. When she returned, uh, the man of God's assistant was sitting there talking to the king, and all of a sudden, you know, uh, the king wanted to hear about stories about the the man of God, and the man of God, I mean, the the assistant started telling. I was about to begin to tell a story and said, well, actually, here's a woman that, you know, God, uh, the man of God, uh, threw, through the anointing upon his life, raised his wife's uh, girl from the, raised his daughter, son from the dead, and uh, he gave, um, you know, her, uh, so, uh, that son as well, um, not the man of God, but the anointing on his life that uh, manifested that. Well, the woman basically had people living on her property and by the king hearing that, said, hey, let's act on this woman's behalf and bring about some awesome things for her, right? Bring about some awesome things of being to restore her property to her. Hey, that's called favor. That's called when you sow into, the, into a man of God or woman of God, it doesn't matter, man of God, woman of God, directly, I promise you, awesome things are going to happen. I know that we've bought uh, suits, Okay or nice clothes for our um, for our pastor directly. Yeah, custom suits. We've done that. And you know what? Trust me, Mr. McCard here has not lacked for a lot of things. <laughs> All right? I have been blessed, you know, from that man of God and his wife, that woman of God, multiple times. Um, I've, I mean, I... I could list off multiple insights and wisdom and, you know, just things that, you know, that they have done for us, you know, or spoken over us, you know, and it is, it is, it's all biblical. I mean, sowing into a man or woman of God is biblical, right? Last one I will say is sowing into a traveling ministry, okay? So Jesus, because Jesus had a traveling ministry, Right, he was going throughout the towns and you know places, and guess what? Simon or Peter sewed his boat into Jesus's ministry. Right, and then after Jesus got done using it, Peter's boat, lo and behold, guess what? He said, "Hey Peter, throw throw your nets to over here, and let's catch some fish." Well, all of a sudden that blessed Peter's business exceedingly abundantly. Right, which is pretty awesome. Pretty, pretty awesome. Now, there's also been people that sowed into, um, uh, who was it? Um, oh, Paul's ministry. Okay. You can look at, um, you know, uh, the church of uh, Philippi, all right, and Philippians, and how that they sowed into Paul's traveling ministry. And guess what? There was blessings that were poured out, you know. And here's the other thing. Their partnership in that traveling ministry <clears throat> caused this, you know, the same anointing or the same blessing, you know, a lot of the anointing that was on that traveling ministry also spills over onto their partners. Okay, this is why you want to partner with a traveling ministry, someone that is constantly going here, going there. 
to minister the gospel. That's why, you know, Amy and I, we sow into Reinhardt Bunke's ministry, all right? So that same anointing that's on him is on us. That's why we sow into Kenneth Copeland Ministries, all right? That same anointing that's on, uh, you know, KCM is upon our lives as well because we partner with that. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I, I just know this. I mean, like, for example, I was just reading actually in Believer's Voice of Victory how this family over in England uh, began to partner with KCM, a traveling ministry, all right? And because of the anointing on uh, that ministry and because of what they learned and all the things that happened, their two sons were healed of autism, all right? So I, I'm telling you guys that when you give, you have to gain some understanding about your giving. Don't just give to say, oh, I want to give. No, but that's so, I mean, just get some understanding about it, okay? <laughs> Don't just sit there and drain your bank accounts just because you heard this message and you're all fired up. <clears throat> you need to gain some understanding about giving, you know? Go back and listen to my Tither's Bill of Rights, right? You you go back and listen to... Um, the, the episode that I did about how I got my debt-free house, okay? <clears throat> Those are good, you know, places to start and to understand about sowing and reaping and giving and, you know, seed time and harvest and, you know, offerings and first fruits and all these things. I mean, I learned, I'll just tell you where I learned a lot of my stuff from is I was from Kenneth Copeland and from uh, Jesse Duplantis. All right, because Jesse Duplantis wrote a book that said, "Why is my giving not working?" And he goes through four of the of the seven that I went over. All right, and talks about them. Well, for me, I know personally, I heck, I I also found an audio, a podcast by Jonathan Shellsworth, and listened to that, and I gained a tremendous amount of insight on the different types of giving. All right, so I mean, there is plenty. I mean, I listened to Keith Moore. I mean, I've listened to uh, George Pearson and Gloria Copeland on, you know, the Believer's Voice of Victory. There, I mean, I've listened to so many different things and gained insight, gained wisdom, all right? And I bought their material. <laughs> this is what I'll go back to in the beginning. I bought their material. I invested in me, all right, so that I could have some understanding and gain some wisdom with it, okay? So, guys... I hope this helps. I'm very excited about uh, sharing this with you. I'm glad we were able to do this on the road. But outside of that, guys, y'all have a great one, and God bless. If you feel inspired to take your God-given skills to the next level, download our free report called The Five Tools That Every Marketplace Christian Needs to Crush It in Their Career. God loves when we use the abilities he's blessed us with to do amazing work in the marketplace. So download your report by visiting the successedge.biz slash tools right now. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Success Edge.